Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza, where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one in-game over the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Wes Reynolds. One is where you can find Wes, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Make sure also to use the hashtag VEASANLIVEBET on Twitter. If you have a bet or a question, we want to hear from you guys, and we'll talk about it here on the show. Coming up, we will recap the big swings in the live betting world that was week four of the National Football League. What should we take away? We'll answer that question throughout the show. It's also the penultimate day in the Major League Baseball regular season. We have 11 games in progress, including Yankees-Rangers, where unfortunately Aaron Judge already hit. Number 62, but 63 watch continues. Just kidding, but we'll talk about Judge a lot throughout the show. Three West Coast games going on in the within the hour, I should say. Angels, Athletics, Giants, Padres, and Rockies, Dodgers. But first, Wes, before we even get to the live betting, Mr. Judge, mm -hmm. all rise. 62, yeah. he uh, went ahead and hit it in the top of the first against the Texas Rangers like you thought. Does break the American League record, so congratulations to him. And obviously, that's the Yankees record because mm -hmm. Roger Maris had it previously. I believe another Yankee record got broken tonight. Garrett Cole, 249 strikeouts. So okay. the third mission for the Yankees is to see if they can get 100, if they can get 100 wins. And that's what I'm kind of waiting for for a live bet. I want to see if the Rangers go up. Maybe I can take the Yankees either as a very small favorite or perhaps as an underdog. Because, I, you know, teams are motivated by milestones. And I've talked about mm -hmm. that before, especially like, you know, if they can get to 100 wins or if they could get to a winning season, you know. I mean, 82 and 80 is different than 81 and 81 or 80 and 82. So you want to get that winning season. So I'm waiting on that opportunity. But uh, congratulations to uh, Mr. Judge getting 62. That sets the AL record. And, and, and really, of anybody with this whole scenario – I think the one that's handled it the best actually is Aaron Judge because, I mean, you've had all this stuff of, like, you know, he's, he's I think, hit the right buttons. You know, he respected the Maris family. He paid respect to Barry Bonds as the real official all-time leader, even though a lot in the media don't consider that to be the all-time lead at 73. But he's, I think, really hit all the buttons, handled himself well, kept going, didn't allow himself to get discouraged, and, you know, I think kind of embraced it, embraced the grind a little bit to get to number 62. So good on Aaron Judge. He was plus 215 over at DraftKings to hit a home run tonight. So congratulations to the folks who went ahead and bet that. He got down to a minus 275, I believe it was, Wes, when we talked about it last night. Mm -hmm. Would he go over 61 and a half home runs? Because right. he was, I mean, God, it was like minus 1,200 yes. or so a couple weeks yes. ago. So it was starting to shrink a little bit there. And t times were getting a little tense 
out there and, in Yankee land. And this was the perfect spot, like we were talking yeah. about, against the Texas Rangers. Uh, what, what was the pitcher's name? Is it Texaco or uh, Tinoco? Oh, I was going to say Tinoco. But it felt like he did. <laughs> yeah, he threw up uh, you know, some nice gas up there, yeah. and Aaron Judge knocked it out of the ballpark. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Yankees still going for 100 wins this evening. If they don't get it, they'll get one crack at it tomorrow afternoon. What do you think of the uh, whole discussion about the – is it a record? Is this a milestone? Why are we celebrating? I think this? it is. I mean, because it is the American League. It is the yeah. all-time American League home run record that stood since you know for almost sixty years, or over sixty years, basically. So you know, absolutely, I think it's a milestone. I think you know a lot of it is the media too, because you know mm-hmm. there are certain people. Look, Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame, and who's keeping him out? A lot of the voters, and especially a lot of these baseball writers. So. You know, people follow that lead, and obviously it was something to follow here in the fall. We haven't had a lot of baseball milestones, to be honest, and I think that that's part of it as well because Mm -hmm. we haven't had that good old-fashioned pennant race, you know, that good old-fashioned because now we have three wild cards in each league, so you have more teams in the playoffs. It's always more, more, more. They're always adding to it, but I think when you look at it, just the fact that we don't have any division races except for in the uh, NL East, uh, everything's pretty and, much been wrapped up. And I'll go ahead and say it. I'm not somebody who watches baseball a ton, but to be quite honest, outside of the pool host 700 chase and this whole judge thing, there's been nothing interesting right. about this baseball season. Right. I'll be quite honest. Yeah. So the fact that is it a record or is it not a record? Who cares? At least we're talking right, about right. it. When you, it when you have one division race out of <laughs> yeah. six, this, is really, this has really been kind of a boring September. I mean, you've had wild card positioning, but season. you've had teams really kind of fall out of it. And, you know, just, just not that ultra close race that we've really seen. So hopefully we get a good playoffs, though. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for as well. My Seattle Mariners in the playoffs, baby. That's what's interesting. But I know the whole country doesn't really give a damn about the Seattle Mariners. Only the people in the Pacific. But I care. But but you care. (laughs) But on a national level, at least these milestones were interesting. So shout out to Albert Pujols and shout out to Aaron Judge for giving us something to talk about in the month of September and early here in October. So you mentioned it, that Yankee game. They're taking on the Rangers in the third inning. Minus 195, the Bronx Bombers. Plus 160, Texas. You think that this team will be motivated to win this game to try to get that 100th uh, victory? What's the number that you're looking for to get in on the anything game? like a dollar twenty-five or under? I don't think I'm ever going to see that. The Rangers would probably have to take a two-run lead, but it's bottom of the third now, all tied at one. Garrett Cole on the mound. Garrett Cole two and a thirds, 45 pitches, has allowed four hits and an earned run, but four strikeouts. Did break the record here earlier this evening. So look. I think I don't think that they're going to – I wonder if they're going to pull him. I don't think that they are. I think they're going to give him his normal workload, I think, because mm-hmm. you don't want to – sometimes you don't want to mess around with that stuff when you're going into the playoffs, you know, and you can get a little bit too cute by half. So I think, look, that doesn't mean you're going to pitch him 120 pitches or something ridiculous tonight, but you're going to see, okay, can he get through the fifth inning, give us a quality start, and I think, you know – and then good night now and go ahead and hit the showers. But so you're not going to overextend him, but I don't think all of a sudden, okay, he's got the record. So you're not pulling him now. Well, the one race that we do have in major league baseball is out in the national league East. Like you mentioned there, the Braves and the Mets, it's coming down here to the final couple of games. Atlanta right now, they lead two to one in Miami against the Marlins in the eighth inning minus six twenty five on the money line. Marlins plus four forty total sitting at four and a half here. Meanwhile, for the New York Mets, they're hosting the Nationals, and they leave the Nats 7 nothing. That total up to mm-hmm. 12 and a half, but it's juiced towards the under at minus 130. If the Braves go ahead and take care of business, 
Do you think that – and I know it's a seven-run seven, seven run game right now yes. between the Mets and the Nats, but would you maybe get in on a live over? Maybe the Mets get a little bit more loose with the bullpen knowing that yeah. they can't really yeah, – they can't go ahead and no, win the division. That, that, no, that's a good good thinking there, I think, because you may get these guys that are still up with the club. By the way, we still mm-hmm. have the expanded rosters through tomorrow, and then we reduce those playoff rosters, I believe, to like – I think it's 26. It's somewhere around there. It's certainly not 40 yeah. where, where, where it is right now. Yeah, it is 26, so – uh, yeah, I think you would see, you know, get, get some guys some work, you know, get some guys some innings. Why wear out your starter on the mound tonight? So it is already 7 nothing oh, yeah. over the Washington Nationals. I believe officially the Washington Nationals are on the clock. They did clinch the worst record today. Hey, there, there, oh, there is oh, a, lottery. Oh, a lottery. There's a lottery. See, that's a thing. I, I don't follow the baseball <laughs> draft as hardcore because there's like 65 rounds yeah. in the damn thing. And it's in the so middle it, of the season. So, too. It, yeah, it, it's really hard to do. So there is a lottery next season. And uh, our producer, Aaron Oster, kind of said that disappointingly because it's like, <laughs> okay, we got the worst record in the league. Now we're not going to get the number one pick. You know, we're going to get like a – Timberwolves or, oh, or Orlando no. Magic, who yeah. see, you know, even though they did get it this year, who seem to like never get the number one pick when they're in the lottery. That's a tough one there. If only you get the luck of the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm-hmm. who seem to get it every mm-hmm. about four years, the number one pick there. But that's the NBA, which tips off in a couple of weeks. Can't wait for that. Uh, but going down the baseball card here, Wes, uh, anything that jumps out to you? I know we got a tie game in the seventh inning between the Cardinals and the Pirates. We got a tie game in the ninth between the Tigers and the Mariners. Some chances possibly to get in on some games here. Mariners right now minus 270 in Seattle. Tigers plus 215. We could be headed towards extras. Yeah, we, we've got a rain delay, too, in Boston. Uh, where uh, Tampa Bay trails 6 to nothing uh, here. I think it's in the fifth inning. But, uh, you know, we were looking to see if Tampa Bay maybe could position themselves for that potential second spot, but it looks like they are going to be the bottom spot in the, in the American league, uh, assuming Seattle goes ahead and finish it off. If Seattle 87 and 72, they're actually in the first game of a double header right now. It's five to five in the bottom of the ninth. So if Seattle gets a sweep over Detroit, Tampa Bay is out of luck. They're going to be the bottom seed. And we'll, we'll keep updating the standings and updating yeah. the brackets and whatnot to let you know who potentially the uh, matchups are going to be. And then, uh, like I said, some of these teams, uh, we've got the White Sox and the Giants both at 80 and 80. So, look, this at least you get one more win, you clinch a 500 season, and right now the White Sox have tied it up in the bottom of the third against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, San Francisco had a pitching change today. Cobb in for uh, Carlos Rodon, so they are on the road in Seattle, in uh, San Diego, rather. You know, they sweep the last two. They can go 82 and 80. So, uh, players try for that stuff. Yeah, the, the White Sox are uh... – I don't even want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it's, we, it's, we know that they're going to have a managerial change. Uh, I, I, I think they kind of planned that for Tony LaRusso. Like, okay, let's save a little face here, you know, instead of saying, hey, you know, it's health reasons and whatnot. I think Jerry Reinsdorf was doing his old buddy a favor. I hope they finish below 500. Um, <laughs> but, you're, but, you're, but you're not bitter. You're not, not a, bitter. You're not, not a bitter. vengeful human being. <laughs> not bitter. So if you go uh, 80 and 82, whatever the hell it is. Uh, the Brewers, they got knocked out of the playoffs last night, but they mm-hmm. lead the Diamondbacks 2 nothing. And the market fourth. And the market faded them, and I disagreed with that. it. And I understand maybe they were back in Zach Gallon too, who has been absolutely mm-hmm. tremendous. Kind of an unreported story for a team that's 14 games under 500 out there in Arizona. But 
you know, the Brewers, I actually kind of like the Brewers today because I know everybody wants to fade them, but it's like, maybe it's like, you know what? We got pride. We're going to finish the season strong. Yeah, we didn't make the playoffs. We gave it a hell of a run, though. So they're not laying down so far. Two to nothing, Brew Crew. Well, we'll keep our eyes on what's going on in Miami. The NL East race could be ending in just a matter of moments. Eighth inning, Braves lead the Marlins 2-1 right now. Atlanta minus 500 on the money line. The Marlins plus 370. We'll keep our eyes on that as well as the rest of the baseball card, including some West Coast winners here coming up at the bottom of the hour. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abemafe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIM Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis for our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here on a Tuesday night. Right now we're watching the Mariners-Tigers game 5-5. Yankees-Rangers 1-1. And I believe we're going to the ninth inning. Or still in the eighth inning in Miami. I should say they're between the Braves and the Marlins to go into the bottom of the eighth. So we'll see if the Braves can go ahead and get the six outs necessary to go ahead and clinch themselves the National League East Division title. Yes. Yeah, the uh, the Mets, uh, they took care of business earlier today and still doing the same uh, against the uh, Washington Nationals. The poor Nationals, 55, what are they, 55 and 105 right now. So yeah. they officially do have the worst record in Major League Baseball. But look, the Braves did what they had to do. They swept the Mets uh, at home this weekend. Yeah. So they are now in position. And, you know, they've been kind of coming, 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 just couldn't overtake them. But uh this Atlanta, this Atlanta Braves team is going to be something to de- be dealt with in the postseason. Dodgers, the rightful favorite, but Braves are dangerous. Did you take a little Braves before the I weekend? Did. did I, I did small uh, last week when they were like two dollars plus two seventy five on yeah. the show. We were yeah, I, I didn't get that, but yeah. I got two dollars, and you know, looks like it's going to cash at least because I didn't really do a lot of division futures this year. I usually do, and usually do win totals, but it was like. Baseball kind of snuck up on me because I'm right in the when you're, when you're in like the middle of March. Okay, it's like it's all conference tournament time, and then it's all NCAA tournament. And then I'm doing the other tournaments, the NIT and the CBI, because you can find value in those games. So yep. it's like all college basketball. And then I was like, oh god, baseball's starting this week. And it was like too late. Well, yeah, because it had that late start or whatever. Yeah. I think I think opening day was it after the yeah, national yeah, title game? Yeah, yeah, because I kind of like I kind of like forgot about it, you know. Yeah, it, it snuck up on us, and they had the whole lockout thing going on. But we at least got 162 in, or I guess by tomorrow we'll get 162 in for every single team. Right now, in the fourth inning in Houston, Astros lead the Phillies six nothing. Total sitting at nine and a half, juice towards the over at minus 140. Houston's been mm-hmm. a team west that has been 
I think, in my opinion, the best yeah. team in the American League, and they look and, poised to maybe go to a World Series. And you could tell this was a little bit of a mail-in job. I know I didn't think it would be for the Brewers, but this was an absolute mail-in job for the Phillies, who finally mm-hmm. clinched for the first time since 2011. They will be one of the wild-card teams. Uh, you had a lot of guys, even though Bryce was the leadoff man, you had a lot of guys sitting out of the lineup tonight. Plus, you're going against JV. Eight strikeouts, by the way, through three innings for Justin Verlander. So I do wonder with this big lead, though, how long Dusty's going to leave him out there. You don't want to take take him out too soon, but you don't want to have him work a heavy load necessarily. But 46 pitches through three innings and already eight strikeouts. So that's why I think you're seeing the over juiced a little bit because it's like maybe they take this guy out of the game and they don't want to, you know, they want to keep, uh, you know, an older pitcher rested. And obviously he is going to win the AL Cy Young here in a couple of weeks. How, now that we're coming up on the playoffs here, I just want to kind of ask you like a long range question, not really long range, but more of a general question. How do you think live betting for you will change now that the games are going to be of heavy importance, mm-hmm. playoff games, Versus what we've seen here since about middle of August well, and kind of just playing out the string for some of these teams, especially like the Dodgers or the Astros, who still played good baseball, but they look at they've been ready for the postseason for about four or five weeks now. How do you think the live betting will differ for you postseason versus regular? Well, I think season? one of the things is that you're going to have a little bit of variance. And, you know, or actually a lot less variance, I should say, because the rosters are shorter. So everybody, it seems like, is going to have a defined role. Now, I say that, and then, you know, you see with the Dodgers, when remember when Clayton Kershaw came out of the bullpen for the first time yeah. in his career. So, you know, you'll have to try different situations based on on the workload of certain pitchers. But I think that you're going to see, you know, okay, this is going to be our sixth inning guy. This is going to be our seventh inning guy. This is going to be our eighth inning guy. You're not going to see as much switching around because you have smaller rosters. So at least you can kind of time a pattern a little bit in terms of, you know, which pitcher has a heavy workload, who is his replacement. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got to put another guy or, you know, our middle relief guy went three innings. So we got to have somebody to back him up. So it's just kind of looking at roster management, I think is the key in terms of live betting. Do you think that makes the markets more efficient? Because mm-hmm. if everyone's like, all right, these are the X amount of guys that yes. we can go to. These are the patterns that maybe the numbers also become more efficient, knowing that there's only so many possibilities that you can go to from a bullpen standpoint. Yeah, because they're probably not going to do a lot of algorithm stuff, I don't think, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, there'll be some of it, but you'll see the traders, I think, at a lot of these shops really you know, monitoring this a lot closer because you have less ball games. It's not like you know a night like this where you have a full card pretty much. I mean, what are you going to have? You're going to have – a couple games during the day, you're going to have a couple games at night or maybe one game at night. You might have as few as two games a day. So it's like, okay, we can more easily and more accurately, I think, monitor this. So I think the prices in the market is going to get a little bit tighter. Yeah, because I think the most that we'll have is, what, two games going on simultaneously mm-hmm. during the playoffs? It's mm-hmm. never really – it's not like what we have right now when it's a yeah, full Yeah, and, and, and I mean, you know, every book kind of has, like, specialists for certain sports. Uh, you know, some people – I mean, NFL is, like, because it's so big and it's the biggest wagered sport, it's kind of like a community of the of everybody back in the hub, all the sportsbook managers and soups and all the traders and whatnot – but there's always specialists. Like there's a couple NBA guys. There's a couple college basketball guys. There's a couple baseball guys. So have just having a little bit more manpower, I think, to look at this makes it a lot easier for the traders behind the counter. 
Yeah, no, I, I can't wait to see what the menus look like because I know DraftKings has a ton of different options that you can bet on with the micro betting stuff and all that. But I think it's going to be even bigger when it, when mm-hmm. it comes to the postseason mm-hmm. and then we can focus on on a, just a couple of games at a time. Yes. I think that'll be a lot of fun there as the Tigers actually just take I know, I, I, you know, and I was kind of looking of at that. It was 125, and I was like, maybe uh, – Maybe they should go on Luis Torrens because he is coming in the game for the Seattle Mariners, and maybe we should go on the Tigers. And Tigers do take the lead. I actually kind of like them 147 on preflop today. Right now, at least at last check, it's now off the board, but they were minus 155. Mariners were plus 125 in the spot here. And also the Braves have let a man get to second. So it's two outs. There's a man on second for Miami here, and Miami will have – Four yeah. more outs here in this game. Solid Let's outing, by the way, out of Jake Odorizzi. He's really kind of been, ever since he came over from Houston, even when he was playing for the Astros earlier this year, kind of the weak link in the rotation. But he goes five innings, strikes out seven, only gives up one earned and two hits. So, you know, Odorizzi, you don't think is going to be that guy necessarily in the rotation, but that's a guy that they're going to need in the bullpen, you know, for some middle relief. And that's what a lot, a lot of these starters that are the back-end starters, of course, now we get to a postseason where it's like, okay, you're going to see these guys coming out of the bullpen. They're still going to use these guys. And they obviously have them as an insurance policy if one of the starters gets injured. But that's where you shorten your rotation. You've basically got your top three guys here in a short series. Of the playoff teams that we have, since we all know who the field is going to be, just cleaning up a couple of things from a seeding standpoint, which team, and I want an answer for the American League and the National League, which team do you think in both leagues has the worst bullpen? Hmm. I think uh, probably in the National League. Well, I'm certainly I'm certainly not going to say the Mets or or the uh, or you know Dodgers are a little bit questionable. I think with Craig Kimbrell, I don't know if they're necessarily the worst. I would probably still say the Phillies in terms of of in, yeah. of, in of in the wild card. And you know Josh Hader has been really up and down. Josh Hader can be lights out, and they could have one of the better bullpens in baseball. But he's been. Kind of sketchy ever since he came over in that trade for Milwaukee. In terms of the American League, I'd probably say the Yankees or the Blue Jays. All right. So the two teams in the American League East there. Because I think just from a live betting standpoint, it's good to kind of keep inventory of these teams that have bad mm-hmm. bullpens because no lead is safe. Yeah. <laughs> when the bullpen is a little shaky, no lead is safe in baseball. And that could present some pretty good live in-game opportunities when you're betting on the postseason, I know everybody's going to know that those teams, especially with the Yankees, that's been widely uh, reported all throughout the second half of the season, some of their bullpen woes. But I think these are things that you should keep in mind and look to attack, I would say, mm-hmm. once we get to the games in the postseason there, uh, especially in that ballpark and, and at Yankee Stadium to where if you get a shaky bullpen, I mean, we could see some, yeah. some, some balls leave the yard uh, in the postseason, even with the weather getting colder. Yeah, no question about it. So, you know, you're going to want to, you know, look at your fan graphs and look at all your pitching numbers, compare those ERA, the XFIP, look at the K through nine, walks through nine. So uh, now we do have, actually, before we go to break, we got two on here for the oh. Miami Marlins here. Two to one, now bottom of the eighth, uh, Atlanta still leading. A little bit of a development in Miami, maybe? Maybe the NL Could East? Be. Maybe the NL East goes till tomorrow? We'll see what happens here. But bottom of the eighth, like Wes mentioned, two on, two out for the Miami Marlins. Uh, we will see what happens during the break, and we'll get you updated on it on the other side. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight. Don't go away. Just getting warmed up out here on VSIN the Sports Betting Network.
is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit using code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. And boy, Atlanta Braves for a little slight second there. We're sweating, mm-hmm. Wes. Base is juiced, but uh, they got him to pop up and get out of the Yeah, game. Marlins leave the bases <clears throat> loaded here against A.J. Minter in the bottom of the eighth. So now we will go to the top of the ninth. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Braves uh, could use an insurance run, I would say. I think that yeah. that would certainly be in order, but... They are three outs away from the NL East title as they trailed pretty much the entire season until when the money was on the line and they got it done down there in the big A. So the Braves, two to one, minus one and a half, plus 230, plus one and a half, minus 290 on the Marlins. I don't see a total up, but Braves minus 1450 to go ahead and get this home. Marlins sitting at eight to one to go ahead and uh, try to pull off the comeback. We're talking about during the break with our producer Aaron Oster that one better in New Jersey placed a $1,000 bet over at Caesars mm-hmm. on the New York Mets at 16 to one to win the NL East need it. He's going to need the right. or he or she's yeah, going to yeah, get and I'm not, I'm not surprised that, you know, people were going ahead and taking a mm-hmm. shot. Look, ba- baseball's been erratic as, as of yeah. late. So, uh, you know, not necessarily surprised that that happened. Uh, we do have a, uh, New lead in Texas. I believe Gio Carlos Stanton just went yard. So now two to one in the top of the fifth over the Texas Rangers. So Yankees uh, got a couple milestones already, including the one everybody's been talking about. Aaron Judge sets the AL and Yankee record, by the way, number 62. Garrett Cole, the all-time franchise single season strikeout record. And there have been a lot of good pitchers in the Bronx, by the way. So that's (laughs) no small feat. You know, when you have, you know, Whitey Ford and, and all those legendary pitchers they have had. But the Yankees also going for win number 100. They, of course, can be the best they can do is now the second seed in the American <clears throat> League because the Astros 104 and 56. Astros cruising along just yeah. fine. Thank you. Six to nothing over a, you know, probably a celebratory Philadelphia Phillies bunch last <laughs> night. Is, probably uh, a little hungover. Yeah. Justin Verlander's got nine strikeouts here through four innings. Bottom of the 10th in Seattle. Mariners have the runners on the corner, no outs there. So a good chance to walk it off in the first game of this doubleheader for mm-hmm. the Mariners. But we're talking about, like, do the Mariners want to win this game? Because teams start jockeying for a position here. And I think that's something, especially tomorrow, that we should keep in mind when mm-hmm. live betting is, it, it, do you want to avoid a team like the Houston Astros? Or do you want to avoid some of these other teams out there? Like, obviously, the Dodgers are a big, big time right. team in the NL. Like, how do teams kind of go about it? Because you're not going to, there's no way to kind of go out there and tank unless you tell guys right. to just whiff at pitches or whatever. Be- but there's, there's some things that we might see managers do to kind of suggest that they don't quite want to win. Because it looks like the Blue Jays, uh, I believe Houston's one, Yankees are two, mm-hmm. Cleveland, of course, is three, is a division winner. They have to be in the wild card series. The top two seeds get buys to the division series. And then Toronto, I believe, is locked in the number four. So Seattle could yeah. get either Toronto or they could go ahead and get Tampa Bay. Yep. 
I'd probably actually rather have Toronto than Tampa Bay just because I think Tampa Bay, even though Toronto made it last year, I think Tampa Bay has got a little bit more experience. I know their roster doesn't look as stacked because Toronto's got all these young kids, Biggio and Brissette and Vlad Guerrero Jr., but I'd almost rather do Toronto than than uh, than uh, necessarily uh, sorry, what are we, or Cleveland, 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 I mean. Yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay would be say. the six. I'm sorry. So, uh yeah, I, I would probably I would probably still rather do Toronto if and, I was Seattle. So do, so they they don't reseed after the first round. It looks like or no, they just go. Okay, no. so they just go. The one gets the five. So even if mm-hmm. Tampa Bay goes the, ahead and beats this Cleveland, is so if this, was this the is one. so new though that I'm confused to see like six yeah. teams in the playoffs. Uh, by the way, I think the only two seeds that are clinched right now in the National League currently are the Dodgers, obviously number one, and St. Louis is the number three. Seattle wins the first game of the yeah. double dip though. Yeah, Mariners go ahead and get it. Seven to six in 10 innings. So Seattle will win the first of this doubleheader. Then the next and game, game number two, will get underway at 7 10. And I want to go said. ahead and, uh, and verify that. So that puts Seattle at 88 and 72. Mm-hmm. I believe if they, if they just go ahead and win game two, which is going to start in about 30 minutes here, back to back doubleheader, so no rest. If they go ahead and win game two, they are the five, five seed. Yes. They'd clinch the five and then go see Toronto. Yes. And then at that point, if you beat Toronto, you have to go to Houston, which mm-hmm. as somebody who's covered the Mariners for a handful of years and just lives in that area, Minute Maid Park is a house of horrors. Yes. For the Seattle Mariners. Now, now and I, it is for a lot of teams, and, but and, especially And I wonder, too, because, look, they're more familiar because they've obviously played Houston more, being yeah. in the same division out there in the AL West. Uh, so would you rather go – Houston, you know, is the better record, but would you rather go to New York necessarily? And, uh, and I and would. You, you would. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to trust they, your judgment they, as covering this team. They but. ain't beating the Astros. I can tell you that. Like, that. that's a – that is, I mean, because, I wouldn't say it's a non-zero chance, but it, it is very well, slim. There are some teams, not saying the Mariners would be one of those teams, but there are some teams that kind of wilt under that pressure, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. of going and playing a New York team and, you know, Yankee Stadium and all the history. Now, some, you know, they go in and they're like, hey, this is just another team, and that's the way you got to approach it. I think these guys, if they had to go to New York, would be fine. Because I think at that point, if you get to the LDS, mm-hmm. it's house money for the Mariners. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the, the Yankees were the team that had – the really good first half of the season kind of stumbled a little bit in the second half, but the Yankees have expectations of ALCS or bust. Mm-hmm. The Mariners just getting to the playoffs, hang a damn banner based on what's yes. happened over the last couple of decades. I think if they went to New York, I don't think they would be intimidated. I think it would be, all right, let's play some baseball. Let's make it chaos baseball type of situation and let the chips fall where they may. Now, if they went to Houston, the amount of times that they've been beaten by the Astros I think doubt would start to creep in, even though it would be house money. Right. Just knowing psychologically that this team has owned you, I think that's a bad spot mm-hmm. for Seattle. So if I was managing the Mariners, I'm clearly not, I would try to find a way to uh, go ahead and take on Cleveland and then potentially get the Yankees in the ALDS. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, look, they're going to clinch the five if they go ahead and win uh, both games against Detroit. And if Tampa Bay loses to Boston, I don't believe that that game – has started as of yet. So, okay, it is still, uh, it, I, I mean, the rain delay uh, getting restarted. Yeah. So they haven't, it's up six to nothing. But uh, we've already seen, we had another milestone of 62, by the way, tonight, Femi. It was not just oh, Aaron yeah. Judge. The Cincinnati Reds getting win hey. number 62. <laughs> yeah. When people were saying, oh, they're not going to win 60. Showed you, huh? Now, Showed if, you. If they win tomorrow, then, it's, then they don't lose 100 they games. They don't lose 100. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So so I mean uh, the Reds uh, print the shirts. Yeah, it was it was it's been it's been it's been a tough season in it Cincinnati and has. for old time Reds fan like me. But uh, nevertheless, they do get the win, walk off win over the Cubs tonight, three to two. That is now a final score. So how do you want to approach this doubleheader in Seattle? Because I know you've always talked about how oftentimes betters will go against what just happened mm-hmm. in the first game. So I'd imagine some people maybe bet on Detroit. Is this a game that you would like to see? Well, wait and see just based off of what Scott Service and that managing crew might do there for Seattle. And these are not usual starters, by the way, that no. they have thrown out there. I don't think Justice Sheffield has made a start all season for Seattle. So good you know, guy though. Really nice. Yeah, guy. like when you're when you're when you're looking at these numbers, I think it was Vest. They didn't announce a starter until I think like right after the first game started is Will Vest going who has made one start this season but he's an opener he only went one inning so man I have no idea what to do with this game because I don't really you know you don't really have a sample size with these teams pitching I think uh what the market has looked at total is pretty much the same seven and a half slightly juiced the over about minus 120 pretty much market wide and then uh little bit of a nibble I think is going to come in on Detroit you know to say okay that they can go ahead and split this but I'm not going to get involved here I don't think it's like we've seen some action to the over. I'm seeing some eights yeah. now populated. Yeah, there's a couple money. eights. Uh, yeah, there's a couple eights juiced to the under minus 115, minus 120. And I think that's just because we have some unknown commodities here, at least as starters. So you really, you know, got to dig in deep and look at these guys. But uh, first time starters, basically both these guys here in the second game. Yankees right now, they lead it 2-1, to one, minus 195 on the money line. Rangers plus 160, total sitting at 7.5. Garrett Cole still on the mound here in the bottom of the fifth right now. But would you bet the Yankees at that price right now? I'm seeing it's, it's, it's less than 200. Mm-hmm. Minus 195. It's not as punitive as it typically is yeah. there for a Yankee team against a team of the likes of the Rangers. How should we? Well, now it just went to minus two thirty-five as we're talking. So, uh, but how how should we maybe look to attack this game? I know maybe getting them at minus one twenty around that range is what we wanted yeah. to do, but it doesn't look like that's going to come to fruition. No, no, I don't. I don't think that it is. So, uh, uh, what what you might want to do is see if the Yankees. Uh, it doesn't help for us for tonight, but see if they win a hundred, and then all of a sudden okay, we have got the Columbus Clippers or whatever their AAA affiliate is uh, out there tomorrow. And then Rangers, you know, homestand, disappointing season, want to win the last game, I'd be on the Rangers tomorrow. You mean they're not going to let Judge try to hit 63? I, I don't know. I think now that the record is done, this would be a good time to give him a day off. I think he's earned it. Probably. Probably. But he hit 62, so congrats to Aaron Judge. And the congrats, I should say, to those who went ahead and bet plus 215. We'll be back on the other side. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Bebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the VSIN studios at Circa in downtown Las Vegas. Right now, the Atlanta Braves, one out one away. One out away, Wes, yes. From clinching the NL East, one out away from you cashing a mm-hmm. Braves division ticket. Yeah, a little, little small two to one, but we don't necessarily uh, go yeah. ahead and complain about yeah, can't that. Can't poo poo so. that. No, Kenley Jansen out there uh, trying to get the deal done and. Uh, I guess uh, last batter here, it looks like it's going to be Groshans as they are doing the uh, the old chop down there in Miami. So uh, didn't think it made its way to South Beach. Yeah, there there are still there are still folks doing that. So uh, anyway, uh, two to one, two to one Atlanta. So uh, going to try to get out of this Kenley Jansen with that slow delivery in there for a strike. So uh, Atlanta Braves, uh, you know, you got to give them credit in, in the fact that they were up against it a little bit last week. Had a really disappointing series uh, against uh, the Nationals, and then all of a sudden, you know, when the chips were down, to go ahead and beat Scherzer and Degrom on back-to-back days—that's a hell of a performance. Yes, that absolutely is. Uh, so uh, now the Braves one strike away from uh, going oh ahead and God. wrapping up the NL East. I'm sorry, I was. I was were we, you reacting we, to we, the, we uh, the to Zion? Game. Yeah, Zion's doing stuff on the court. Uh, he tried to get a chase down block. I believe they ended up calling it goaltending. Oh, by the way, preseason basketball is going mm-hmm. on. Uh, NBA gets underway in a couple weeks here. But uh, Zion, you know, good to see him back out there. And the good court. to see him there. I, you know, if I hope he stays healthy and stays in shape yeah. as well. You yes. know, and that that team's got a lot of potential they this do. this year. I think there's some uh, uh, some guys that have gotten in on their win total and then to make the playoffs. I I still think they probably need a year together. You know, with with Zion, but uh, you know, this is a sneaky under the radar team that'll certainly be fun to watch. We get started with the NBA. Yeah, one of the few NBA wagers that I placed is Zion to win MVP. Mm-hmm. I got it over at our friends over at the Westgate at sixty to one, and I said, "Hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and bet this because I think Zion is one of those guys that the media attention is naturally going to gravitate yes. towards him. Yes, and if he's as good or even better than what we saw the last time he was out, because Think about what he was doing when he was out of shape and not that, like, conditioned. He was still putting up, mm-hmm. like, 27, 28 a game. If he's now this new cut, tight end-looking Zion, yeah, could be a hell of a season for yeah. him. This Pelican yeah. season, or it could be regular season tryhards, which is what you need to win MVP in the NBA. Yeah, and I'm going to start digging in a little bit uh, starting early next week to the NBA. I think I know JVT is going to be hard at work doing yes. the, the VCN NBA betting guide and – so I'll be looking into that. And, you know, it does a lot of the work for you when you can't do necessarily every single sport. I mean, I'm more of a college capper. That doesn't mean I don't bet NBA. In fact, I'll be doing it but for the purposes not only of this show, but because I do it. I'm a lot more of a second half and like an in-game NBA better. I think that's actually the best sport to bet in-game. Oh, my God. With, 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 the, with the swings. And once you really figure out the rotations, too. Once you figure out, because you don't want to necessarily go based on last year because you get new personnel and you get new coaches or coaches kind of want to tinker with some different lineups. So, you know, those first few 10 to a dozen games, it's kind of like you're going to see a lot more experimentation with rotations. And then once we get kind of towards into December and January, then these coaches are going to know, okay, this is what my rotation is going to be. This is my lineup from 12 minutes left in the second quarter to the six minutes left. And so then you can kind of time it and then you see the pattern. And I mean, there's ones you obviously know, like Joel Embiid's probably not going to play ever on a back to back. So, <laughs> you know, that obviously gets priced in the market. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Know who's going to play the night before and get these overnights before they move. Because even though the news gets kind of baked in the number, you'll still have betters bet it. 
that don't understand that this is already baked into the number. I I, I can't wait for basketball to get back there. Yeah. NBA is coming back. College, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. When, because when we, when we I, get that Champions Classic. Oh, it's and it's what it's a uh, Kentucky and mm-hmm. Michigan State and Duke mm-hmm. and Kansas. That that just puts a smile. On I, I saw it. I Cannot saw a wait. tweet today uh, that said college basketball season is 34 days away. Oh. 59 new head coaches. I I don't even know how many teams there are. I used to know in college basketball. I think it was 351 last year. I think we have a couple new transitional Division One teams. I'll have to look Let's that pull, up. But pull up the Ken Palm here and 50, see how many teams. 59 new head coaches in college basketball. 358. 358. It keeps growing and growing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you just get you get these transition teams, and then you got to figure out okay. Most of these teams, like we saw it with Bellarmine last year, they were not. They won their conference tournament and they weren't eligible to go to the NCAA tournament. So that's kind of the rule in, in Division One college basketball. You have so many years of transition, so obviously keep that yes. in mind. And there uh, it is. we are final in Miami. The Atlanta Braves are your National League East champions. How about that? Braves win it 2-1 to one against the Miami Marlins. Like you mentioned, they come back. They were, what, 10 games back on June 1st mm-hmm. or whatever the situation was. Uh, but the Braves, heart of a champion, the defending yes. World Series champions, go ahead and take the NL East crown right from the hands of the New York Mets, who right now the Mets lead the Nationals 7-0 in the fifth inning. We've already seen the total drop two runs here in this game since we've started doing the show here. It was 12.5 earlier, now 10.5. Are you still interested in maybe getting in on an under, or not, sorry, an over, I should say, now that the Mets, who I'm sure have been scoreboard watching, just saw that they're going to be a wild card team and maybe start putting yeah. some... Uh, lesser bullpen well and and a nice outing so far for taiwan walker who's kind of regressed in the second half of the season uh nine strikeouts here in four innings against uh well quite frankly a putrid washington nationals lineup so yeah that's why i would be leaning is is the over here you know to see uh you know if the mets go ahead how long they're gonna you know now with walker they may give him the full load though because obviously your top three is pretty much set up there in Flushing, Queens, New York with DeGrom and Scherzer and Chris Bassett. So they might send Walker out there depending on what the pitch count is. Let me let me check what that pitch count is. 77 through four innings. So he probably goes into the sixth, I would think. Yeah. But at that point, who knows who they put out there to replace him? Because mm-hmm. they're going to want to keep some of those arms fresh. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you want to be ready to go. So you want to put maybe some of those minor leaguers that aren't going to be on your active roster. What a fun weekend of sports we have ahead. I mean, honestly, you get the, the MLB wild card stuff. And I know I said, uh, hey, nobody gives a damn about what's going on in baseball. There's nothing interesting that's mm-hmm. happened. But now here, the, here comes the interesting, the playoffs. Yes. The games are meaningful. Everything counts. The atmospheres are amazing. Starting Friday, we get playoff baseball. Saturday, we'll get it. Obviously, college football, another stacked card as always. NFL, the witching hour. I wonder what craziness that's going to mm-hmm. give us. It's given us four straight bangers so far to start yes. the year. <laughs> where, where, where winning bets turn to losing bets and mm-hmm. losing bets turn to winning bets. That's what Scott Hansen yes. should start saying at the at start of the witching hour. Yeah, but, winning uh, <laughs> bet turned into a losing bet if you bet the New York Mets for the NL East. I think they. Yeah. I think it was 175 <laughs> days. They were in first place, but they were in first place until they weren't. So now you do have the Atlanta Braves. That does make them the number two seed in the National League. Mets are going to be the four seed. So now all of a sudden the Mets are going to be playing a wild card series either against San Diego or Philadelphia. That is still yet to be determined. Padres 88 and 72, Philadelphia 87, 73. Uh, Do we have the National League bracket? I believe we're pulling the National League bracket up here. So there's a good chance we might get Mets Dodgers 
NLDS, mm-hmm. which we all thought that that was going to be the NLCS yes. situation in June and July. Now, arguably, I don't think they're the two best teams. I think the Braves have really uh, uh, kind of put a stamp on that, mm-hmm. knowing that they're one of the top two teams. But Mets-Dodgers, that's a hell of an NLDS to where yeah. if you're the Dodgers and that shaky bullpen now in a best of five. And, going and, up and, and you got that mess. That, yeah. That top three of Ooh. Scherzer, Grom, Chris Bassett, they can That's, match up with the Dodgers and, it, and they can hold that lineup at bay. Cause I think if you were the Dodgers, you wanted to face the Mets in the NLCS to where it's a little bit longer of a series, mm-hmm. but in a, in a five game series, Scherzer to Grom, yeah. Wouldn't want to be the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, <laughs> you know? di- no, don't discount the Mets yet. And then yeah. uh, we talked about, uh, tiebreakers, by the way, if the Padres and the Phillies end up tying for that uh, fifth spot, Phillies have the advantage four to three in the series. So the Phillies would get the Mets then in the first round if the record is the same. But boy, it sure looks like the Philadelphia Phillies are going to go down to defeat tonight in Houston. Last check of that score. Now seven to nothing. Two men on here in the bottom of the uh, fifth. Justin Verlander just rolling along. Ten strikeouts and 77 pitches tonight. So we'll see if Dusty gives him another inning to work with this game looking like. I know baseball has a lot of wild swings, but looking like that this is well in hand. So now at DraftKings, the run line on the Astros, minus 7.5, minus 110. Total 9.5, 135, juice the over. And before we get out of here, we'll give you guys a basketball pro tip because basketball season's on the horizon here. Know the NBA rotations, like Wes said. If you're going to do some NBA live betting, know the rotations and get a handle on that before you start to fire in-game with the association just around the corner. And that was our pro tip for the hour. All of our pro tips are available for VEASAN pro subscribers at VEASAN.com slash tips. Oh, boy. Hour number one is already down. We got more baseball in hour number two. And also, we'll begin to recap week four of the National Football League here on VEASAN Live. Bet tonight. 